0: Hey, everybody, this is Chuck with this uh, Saturday Select edition of Stuff You Should Know. Uh, And this week I picked out a little show called Why Do Men Have Nipples? And that's how you have to say it in your head when you read it out loud. Uh, It's from January 10th, 2013. And if I remember correctly, um, it's just kind of an interesting episode. I think Josh and I were looking at each other one day with our shirts off. I was like, Why do you have nipples? He went, Why do you have nipples? And that's generally how most of our shows get started. So uh, give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and we're doing this. We're doing it. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, we're recording our podcast stuff. You should know. You probably know because you tuned in. Yeah. So, welcome. Mm. And if it was an accident, hey, welcome to the party. Talk about serendipity. You're about to learn about, uh, male nipples. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Talk about a party. Yeah. (laughs) You got them, I got them. We all do. Uh, do you want to talk about chromosomes for a second? Sure. Okay, Chuck. Uh, you and I each have 23 chromosomes in our body. We talked a little bit in Designer Children, I think. Yeah. About yeah. a little genetics overview. We're not going to go into that now. But um, the 23 chromosomes, uh, if you put a man and a woman side by side, or their chromosomes side by yeah. side, 22 of the 23 chromosomes are going to be exactly alike. It's that 23rd that gets you. Yeah. The 23rd chromosome either has a pair of Xs, or an X and a Y. That's right. A pair of X's equals a woman. X Y equals a man. Okay, we're not that far apart. We're really not, and that becomes very, very clear when we're in utero, because sexual dimorphism, which is the uh, the inward and outward differences between genders, between male and female, uh-huh. like hoo hoo's and ha ha's and that kind of stuff. PPs and cuckoos. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are all uh, Those are all hammered out in the course of our development on the 23rd chromosome, right? Yeah. Uh, the, a lot of it you come out with, right? You were born with a vagina or a penis. Yeah, or both. Right. Um, but a lot of it is also set up to be kicked in when puberty happens. That's right. But still, there's differences, there's changes, and it's all because of this 23rd chromosome. Some of the things, though... Can go either way, and depending on what happens when puberty comes along, um, either nothing's going to happen to these to this equipment, I guess you could call it, yeah, or um, a lot of crazy things happen to it. And one of those uh, the good examples of this are nipples. Yeah, there's a really great question: Why do men have nipples, Chuck?
0: Yeah, uh, I have a funny little story about this. My sister and I were hanging out about probably about 15 years ago, and I was, they had a male dog, and I was uh, rubbing the belly, and the dog had very, like, just pronounced nipples, more so than you, you would usually see on a male dog. Okay. And I guess I never noticed before, and I was just like, I was kind of grossed out. I was like, God, why does your dog have nipples? And she's like, you have nipples. And then it just, like, it was an awakening. Blew your mind. <laughs> Blew my mind. Yeah. It's like, wow, you're right, I do. Why? And I never really researched things
1: like this back then. And, uh, now I know why. Now we know why. Yeah. And we should say this is, um, the generally accepted explanation. It's not necessarily scientific fact, but it is, um, this is pretty much why. Yeah. Most mammals, in fact, most male mammals
0: have nipples. I think mice, stallions, and, uh, platypi. Yeah. The male platypus is among the handful, uh, of animals that, uh, of mammals that where the the boys are born nipple free.
1: Which is weird because um as Conger points out, Kristen Conger from uh Stuff Mom Never Told You. Yeah. Uh she wrote this article and um she points out that you can make the case that mice are more evolved in that respect than human males. Yeah, ours could be a a flaw. Yeah. Um we'll get to that. Well, let's talk about this. So, there in back in uh 1999, Right before Y2K, it's Y2K fever, Uh, Yale University researchers released a study that said, hey, we've gotten to the bottom of this mystery of why or how male mice don't grow nipples. They're just completely, seriously, go out in your yard right now, trap a mouse, pick it up by its tail and examine its um, little belly. No nipples. Yeah. Nothing. Or if it's got nipples, that means it's a little lady. Exactly. Yeah. That's the way you tell. That's, That's right. one of the ways you tell with mice. And it's because of a protein. Mm-hmm. P-T-H-little-r-P.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's always so exciting when they give them names like this. Uh, after mice are, uh, after their mammary tissue starts to form, produces this protein. Uh, and in a male mice, it signals the cells to form male hormone receptors. And uh, it basically destroys the tissue.
1: Yeah. Like... In utero, correct? Yes, because boy mice and male and female mice are all—they all develop mammary tissue. Yeah, which gives you all the equipment for nipples and breasts and, and milk ducts and all that stuff. They just destroy theirs before they're born. Yeah, that protein signals it for to be destroyed in, in male mice. Uh, prepare for the mind blower now. <laughs> Boys and girls, as humans, undergo a very similar process in utero as well. Yep. Um before that sexual dimorphism that's really carried out by the 23rd chromosome begins, we both both genders start to develop um mammary tissue. Yeah. Uh and develop all the equipments called milk lines. Yep. They're like kind Connor, of like Garner <laughs> calls it the plumbing. We have the same plumbing. Right exactly. <laughs> Which is kind of funny and true. Yeah. Um we and we develop this plumbing before it's decided or before we start to um develop sexual traits. Right. So it's almost like if you look at a timeline of se- sexual development, the nipples come first. Yeah. So that they're not associated as far as the, uh, I guess, nature is concerned right. with male or female nope. in humans. It's the same thing. Yeah. So we don't have a protein that takes care of this, um, the nipples in males. So men are, and boys and girls are born with pretty much exactly the same setup. Until puberty.
0: That's right. And that's when uh, the hormones kick in. Estrogen in girls is going to cause uh, breast growth and mammary gland development. Yeah. And that's when
1: things diverge. You know what, what really stood out to me on this? Um, that means that our nature's default setting, as far as humans are concerned, is female. Uh, yeah. I yeah. think it's pretty neat. It is pretty neat.
0: Well, you know, women are the, the seed of everything. Sure. Seed of life. That's right. Um, that's, so that's what everybody calls them—the <laughs> seed of life. Yeah. So um, the the simple answer then is the reason we have nipples is because we've always had nipples, and through the years evolution never said,
1: you know what, you don't need nipples. No, and um, the I think the case has been made that the reason men still have nipples is because nipples are so vital to female reproductive success. Yeah. That, um, there's no, uh, conger points out there's no adaptive pressure. Right. To select nipples out of men. Yeah. It's such a vital function. Right. Yeah. So it's like, ah, uh, we don't want to possibly mess with anything. <laughs> right. So everybody gets nipples. Okay. Just yeah. live with it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why men have nipples because nature's default setting for humans is girls. Yeah. That's interesting. And, um, I love my little nipples. I'll just come out and say it. You do. <laughs> you do. Well, I think it would be odd to not have them. I don't think so. Uh, would it'd, be, so it'd take weird, a little dude. getting used to, but I think um, I think it would not look odd. You know, we did our our Barbie
0: podcast. Has that <laughs> come out already? Yeah. And there there are web there are people on the web that will teach you how to make nipples for your Barbie dolls. Right? I
1: saw that their Ken dolls.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like re- very realistic looking. Very looks. realistic. But yeah, you'd look like a Ken doll. It, it would just be weird. I
1: don't think Ken looks abnormal without nipples. That's because it's a doll. Yeah. He also doesn't look abnormal without a penis. <laughs> that's true.
0: You know? Yeah. Uh, I think you would be a little distressed if you woke up one day without nipples. Or maybe you'd love it. Maybe it's a new lease on life for you. Yeah,
1: I'd be like. just go bare chested everywhere. <laughs> this is great. I'm a freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we said, Chuck, something that's kind of uh, interesting, if you ask me. If you take a six year old boy and a six year old girl, mm-hmm. a prepubescent boy and prepubescent girl. Yeah. And you compared their, um, their mammary glands. Yeah. The whole mammary operation they've got going on. They're virtually the same. And it's not until estrogen comes along, uh, that the, the differences really change. The, the fat develops, uh, so the breasts get bigger. Yeah. Um, these milk ducts develop. You've, you've got all this, this process that's, that just kind of takes these things that are almost latent and turns them into functioning. Breasts, yeah, right. Um, if we found if you expose a a man to estrogen, uh, he could conceivably lactate himself. That's part two of this. We didn't even put that in the title because <laughs> we didn't want to just blow your minds right out of the gate. Yeah, but the point is, is men have nipples because girls have nipples, and men can lactate because women can lactate.
0: Yeah, and in fact, as little babies, um, you and I might have lactated.
1: Who knows? <laughs> uh,
0: when, uh, the hormone prolactin is what, uh, facilitates breast milk production in new moms. Um, when they, they can actually pass this along in utero to their, uh, fetus, and that little baby can come out if they get enough of that passed along. Yeah. With the ability to lactate, both little boys and little girls, and it's called witch's milk. Mm-hmm. Um Only lasts a couple of weeks, usually.
1: Yeah, I'll bet it's a distressing couple of weeks <laughs> if you're the parent. Like, what Isn't is it?
0: going on? Well, I'm sure it's explained. There's all sorts of weird things that can happen right away that you're like, what? Yeah. And uh I think usually doctors are like, don't worry. That the little fontanelles, the brain will grow together. <laughs> the, or not the brain, the uh, the skull will grow together right. at some point. Yeah. Don't worry about the soft Just bones. don't pat it on the head that way. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, which is milk, it occurs, and I don't know how rare it is, she didn't say,
1: but it's, I got, the impression. it's rareish, is it, yeah, even rarer is um spontaneous lactation in adult men, yes, and that's called uh which does not sound very pleasant, no, it doesn't, uh, but essentially if um if you lack enough testosterone that your estrogen levels are comparatively high, you can um suffer galactorhea, which basically is male lactation. Spontaneous male lactation.
0: Yeah, but um Conger points out it could be, you know, the cause of alarm though, uh if you're an older man, correct? Is that just because of the testosterone deficiency? Right. Okay. Yeah. But Darwin thinks, hey, maybe early man breastfed, like full on breastfed. Mm Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe they did.
1: Who's to say? Are we to say? No. Charles Darwin. Yeah. Um, So you've got galacteria is a possibility. Witch's milk is a possibility. Two ways that um, human males can uh, spontaneously lactate. And we're not the only ones who do. There's a type of bat that was discovered to lactate spontaneously. And a surprising amount of animals... Over the course of the last century or two, oh, yeah? have been exposed to all sorts of different tests to make them spontaneously lactate. Hmm. Um, a steer was made to lactate. Do you know how surprised that steer must have been? Yeah. Um, but we found that if you can, if you can increase estrogen levels and trigger the release of prolactin, you can make men produce milk. Right and it happens sometimes so the uh, prolactin is um is uh, produced by the uh, thyroid gland right the yeah. pituitary gland yeah and women when they have a little baby they it really ramps up like 10 times as much exactly so what they found is that um after a baby's born dads suffer I guess suffers not the right word. <laughs> Dad's experience uh, an increase in prolactin production too. Normally, it's not it's not enough to cause lactation, but they suspect you can make it happen if you are. Okay, so this is really strange. If you hold a baby to your breast, yeah, and your nipple, and you're a man, and you're the father, so you're already kind of like prolactin high. Sure, you could conceivably. Trigger the production of milk if you did that repeatedly over the uh, over the course of like a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, it's like it's a physiological response and biological, I guess, sort of all wrapped up into one. Mm-hmm. And you can have like a sympathy lactation almost. Yeah,
1: and it's happened 2002 in Sri Lanka, right?
0: Yeah, um, I didn't actually get to look this guy up, so I don't know a whole lot about him other than the fact that he breastfed his daughters after his wife died.
1: Yeah, his wife died during uh, childbirth. And he took over. Wow, that's amazing. It is. Uh, but a- another way to, um, lactate is if you're starving, Chuck. Oh, really? Yeah. The, um, there was this one POW camp, Japanese POW camp. And in just one, there was 500 cases of men lactating, uh, spontaneously. For each other? To no. Have, to live on? Or? No, you would think. Uh. Um, actually what, what happens is, so your, um, your pituitary gland produces, prolactin, Mm -hmm. Um, and your liver is typically charged with um, eating up excess hormones, right? Um, When you're starving, both of them kind of slow down, but when you start to eat normally again, your pituitary gland starts functioning quicker than your liver, so you have higher levels of of hormones, including prolactin, hence you have starving men who lactate. Wow. That's a reality show. some sort of island vacation island I don't know (laughs)
0: and there uh there's a tribe the aka uh pygmy tribe in africa there's about 20,000 of them and this dude it was documented that they uh, men breastfeed their children and this dude went and lived with them and uh not only that it's amazing they're they're known as the the best fathers in the world because they spend 47% of their time um 47% of the time their babies are within arm's reach of of the father, oh, that's neat. Which is far and away more than any other culture in the history of the world, right? Forty seven percent, and the gender roles in this Aka tribe are completely interchangeable. Like sometimes the men go out and hunt, the women take care of things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the women go out and hunt, and the men wash the clay pots and take care of the children. Huh? And it's just they don't know gender roles like that. Wow. and it's just completely uh, interchangeable. It's pretty cool.
1: That is very cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a that was a question that kind of. Darwin raised, like, well, wait a minute. Maybe we used to breastfeed. Men used to breastfeed, and that's why we have this, which would make it vestigial, right? right? Like wisdom teeth or appendix. It's something that we used to use that we don't anymore, so it's just superfluous. Sure. Um, or it's possible that we can, in a pinch, do it, which would not make it vestigial because we it, we could still conceivably use it, like right. they in Sri Lanka or the Aka. Um, the the I guess the big question that it, it underlines is like, wh- like, why? If men can do it, why aren't we? Yeah, like, why? Why wouldn't you do that? Especially if we live in generally monogamous cultures.
0: Well, I think probably because of evolution, because women did it for tens of thousands of years right. only. Like, if we had a, kept doing it, if early man did do that, mm-hmm. and they just kept doing it, then today you and I might. It might be like. Hey, I'll pump and dump today, honey. Exactly. Don't worry about it.
1: So, so let me ask you this. If we stopped, if we used to do it, even if we didn't used to do it, right. if the very fact that we're equipped to do it, mm-hmm. like under the right conditions, under the right chemical baths, you and I could lactate right yeah. now. Right? <laughs> let's, let's have a party. As our cultures become more and more monogamous and it's, we get further and further away from males going around and spreading their DNA with as many mates as possible, and instead pair up, yeah, then um it's entirely possible that ten thousand years from now men and women will both breastfeed. We've got the equipment yeah. it's possible, it'll just get easier and easier for us to do it, and then we will breastfeed as well. interesting. it is well, it's uh, apparently a quite a bonding
0: experience between mother and child. Mm-hmm. and so I'd do it. Jerry just laughed. <laughs> 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 I was not breastfed, however. Oh, you weren't? No, man. I was the child number three, and... Um, Your mom was over it? Yeah, she's just like, no more. Yep. So uh, I, I've never looked into the ramifications of that, psychologically, if that matters. It seems like you turned out okay. No comment. So uh, before we sign off, I guess we should raise the point that because we do have a lot of the same anatomy underneath, uh, men can get breast cancer. It's, right. Um, it's not rare, but it's not super common. I think in the 2012... About twenty-two hundred American men were diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah, and so it happens. You never hear about
1: it. There is nothing to be ashamed of, guys. And that's that's a high enough rate. Yeah, to say for some to say, like, well, then that means that nipples should be selected out in men, and probably right. will eventually. Well, therein lies what we
0: mentioned earlier: is the fact that it could be just a, a flaw. Yeah, an adaptive flaw over the years. Yeah. Uh,
1: what about um, third nipples? Additional nipples. Did you know that they happen most frequently in males yeah. and on the left side? It's interesting. One in 40 <laughs> newborns has an extra nipple.
0: Yeah. A lot of, I mean, have you ever seen these?
1: Yeah, they don't usually look like a full-on nipple. Yeah, sometimes it look like a birthmark or something like that. Um, it has a tooth growing in it. <laughs>
0: but, um, yeah, Chandler had the third nipple in Friends, right? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> it's a superfluous, so sort of crusty the
0: clown. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't think I knew that. Yeah, one in 40, that's way more common than I think. That means that I know a few dudes that have a third nipple. They probably just hadn't told me.
1: I don't think I know 40 people. (laughs) Ah! So weird <laughs> uh, you got anything else nope okay well um, if you want to learn more about male nipples male lactation uh, evolution uh, vestigial stuff you can uh, type in why do men have nipples in the search bar at howstuffworks.com and it'll bring up this article and I said search bar which means it's time for listener mail uh, Whoa, well, whoa whoa I guess I need to stop myself Uh, We have a television show coming out where I play Josh, you play Chuck, and the television show is called Stuff You Should Know. That's right. Um, And uh, it's coming out on Science Channel January 19th, Saturday at 10 and 10.30 p.m., two episodes for the big debut.
0: That's right. And we are debuting after the season three premiere of uh, Idiot Abroad with Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington. Yes. Which we're excited about.
1: Uh, That's a great lead-in for us. And if you don't have cable and you don't have Science Channel... Or even if you do and you're like, I love that and I want to see it 800 times... (laughs) Yeah, you can get it on iTunes, we're told now. Uh, They are making the shows available on
0: iTunes for purchase the day after the episode airs. And episode one is free, dudes and dudettes.
1: Yeah, so every uh, Saturday when we have a new episode the following day on iTunes, you'll be able to buy it. That's right. Um, So January 19th is the big premiere... I'm already wearing a dickey and a bow tie <laughs> and little cuffs right now. How do I look? You look great. I'm getting ready, slowly but surely. That's right. Uh, that's 10 p.m. on Science Channel. Stuff You Should Know, the television show. It's going to be great.
0: January 19th. That's no. right. All right. Now, listener mail? Yep. Uh, I'm going to call this uh, Mustache Woman. Remember uh, during uh, one of the Movember uh, plugs, I think, mm-hmm. I said something about, oh, ladies, of course, you don't have a mustache, but blah, blah, blah. blah. It can happen, and this is probably a pretty good podcast to uh, mention this. Okay. This is from Caleb. Uh, Guys, I was listening to what will happen when we reach the singularity, and Chuck said, "Uh, men, I guess women, if you can grow a mustache, more power to you. I immediately stopped the podcast so I could email. I suffer from a condition known as uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, which is a leading cause of infertility and affects about 12% of women. Uh, Many women don't know what it is or... That they have it, but symptoms include um, infrequent or no uh, menstruation cycles, mm-hmm. acne, weight gain, diabetes and insulin uh, insulin resistance, and hirsutism. Uh,
1: Hers- like her- suit. Yeah. Hirsutism. Yeah. Uh,
0: which is excess hair. Yeah. Uh, it can lead to women growing hair where no woman should on the face, uh, excessive arm hair, legs, and even hair on the nipples. Uh, luckily, I am not affected by this particular symptom. But some women report having to shave several times a day, including sneaking razors into work to shave their faces. Oh! Uh, needless to say, this is a devastating reality and can have huge impacts on a woman's confidence and emotional well-being. Uh, one lady with PCOS is participating in Movember to raise money for men's health. That's awesome! And to promote PCOS awareness. That is really awesome. Very cool. So I'd love if you could read this on the uh, air and raise some awareness around this condition. You can find more information. Uh, through the uh, Polycystic Association of Australia Via Twitter At i I'm Australian, please don't do an impersonation <laughs> Are you going to? No hmm. That's terrible
1: uh, I would really appreciate the plug, big fan of you guys uh, This is Kayla Awesome Kayla, thank you very much for writing in And uh, thank you to the woman uh, Who grew a mustache from November That's pretty awesome Head- Hats off to you Um, If you want to let us know about something that we obviously don't know about um, because we made some weird reference to it, you you can tell us all about it on Twitter at SYSK Podcast. You can uh, join us on Facebook.com slash Stuff You Should Know. And you can send us a good old-fashioned email to stuffpodcast at discovery.com.